Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you're in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Let's get it. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Draft week, good people. It is Monday, April the 25th, 2022. Y'all decided to wake y'all ass up with Ray G, so I appreciate you being here. Shout out to our prize picks, uh, our sponsors, our partners, prize picks, man. Shout out to them, shout out to them. 100% deposit match up to $100, dollar for dollar. If you live in Arizona, do it. Texas, California, I don't know where you're at. Go to prize picks, promo code Wake up, get you a free hundred dollars. They got new prop bets on there. Uh, they've got they've got a prop line. NFL future Brandon Cooks over under nine hundred and fifty yards. If you think Brandon Cooks is going to go over nine hundred and fifty yards this year, go get some free money. Download the app. Use the code. Let's get it. They got some new prop bets. We'll talk about those later in the week. But good morning to y'all. Who we got in the building? Row in the building. Dynasty Barry. I'm excited too, big dog. I'm excited too. Main event. Joe, what's up, my girl? How you doing? Good to see you this Monday. I hope you had a beautiful weekend. Gump is in the building. Austin, Silence of the Lambs. Marlon in the building. Craig. Craig, man, I've never seen you in here. So shout out to you, Craig. Gretchen, good morning. Ty in the building. Dalton, Patrick Price, always here. Uh, where's Mike at? There's Mike, Mike A. It, it's, it's cool that I get to know. I feel like I'm starting to know y'all. Like, I should just throw a barbecue, throw a brisket on the grill, invite y'all to the crib and come hang out. We could talk football, fantasy, just talk shit. Whenever, whenever if y'all are in Dallas, hit me up, holler at me. Would love to hang out with some of y'all good people. But where's uh, where's my cohort? Where the hell is Jordan at? Jay Rich, where you at, baby? What's going on, man? How you doing? I like Good. I like the new setup, man. I know I noticed you changed it up a little bit, Bro. and you're flexing the thumbnail at the back behind you, a little yeah, Easter yeah, egg yeah, for yeah, the yeah, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Flexing made the, that yet? Flexing the thumbnail for everybody. There it is. There it is. First round draft party. So I will be streaming uh, night one or day one of the draft. Me and Jay Rich will be here Thursday for three, four, however many hours the first however round long. is. Um, and then, um, again, for those of y'all tapping in for the first time, thank you. Friday morning, we normally do not do the wake-up show. But this Friday, since the NFL draft is Thursday, I will be doing a stream Friday morning to sort of recap the first round of the draft. I think I'm going to be on Kyle Yates' stream for a little bit too, Jay, on cool. Thursday. Thursday towards the end. So we may tap out around pick like 30 or something like that. But I'll recap Friday morning. And then Friday evening, we will be streaming the full six hours. Well, however long it's gonna be like just rounds come and go and three, just man. yeah just come and go because i think rounds two and three are where we're really going to get like the running backs are going to yeah. come off of the board maybe some quarterbacks uh night one i'm just anticipating like like a lot of wide receivers jay um maybe a couple of quarterbacks but you know really offensive line defense every other position besides the ones that we need for fantasy uh outside of the top the top wide receivers but it is draft week man of course um excited about that excited to finally get it over with get it going um rumor mill is going crazy 
Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to watch any basketball yesterday, but um, the the Nets are going down, man. It, I, I think they are oh, going to get swept. Oh. Uh, they're down 3-0. I, I just don't yeah. think Kyrie or Kyrie really give a damn one way or the other. They both, they're, they're, they're Hall of Famers. They got rings, and they're just, it, it's funny watching that. Just, we're talking about coaching, right? And you, we, we look at coaching in the NFL. We look yes. at coaching in other sports and wonder, like, how much does it really matter, right? How much was Kyle Shanahan, like, was he responsible for Debo? And you just see Steve Nash getting out coached, man, just getting out coached. And then you watch uh, some of these other, Udoka, how he's coaching the Celtics. And you watch yep. Bill Belichick and what he was able to do. How much of it was Brady? How much of it was Belichick? We did the same shit with LSU in 2019. How much of it was Joe Brady as the OC or or Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and Joe Burrow? But in this case, man, I, I, you know, completely different sports. But, man, coaching matters to a degree. You know, I'm not going to yep. overreact to coaching, but Steve Nash is getting completely outcoached in that one. Um, and you told me uh, we were talking about Debo Samuel before we started the show. And I was like, Jay, we need some news. We need some news. And you said, uh, did you hear about Debo? And I was like, what else? What else is going on with Debo? So I must have missed it. What, what, what else is going on? So there was a video that was circulating about Debo. And I don't know where he was, whether he was in San Francisco, L.A., but he was at a club, essentially, is what it was. And they had this sign. It's like, oh, yeah, Debo staying in San Francisco. And in the video's recording it, and Debo is actually there. So the camera turns to Debo, and he's like, yeah, and he just turned away and just was gone, right? The oh, camera word. faded away. So literally, like, it, in the club, it's like, Debo staying, blah, blah, blah. They're, like, cheering, all this stuff. And then the camera goes to Debo, and he's like, I don't know about that, basically. And so this video was all over Twitter yesterday and the day before. Wow. Um, does it mean anything? I don't know. But it was just funny because to see the beginning of the video, all you see is the sign, right? It's like, Debo staying, people are pumped, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's just, like, hoopla. And then it goes, and Debo's actually there, and he's like, "Nah, like, Damn. cut it I out." Didn't, I like, didn't I'm see not it. Saying, yeah, man, it was pretty funny. It, it, was from, it was from across the room, so there's no actual audio of what he said. Okay, but you see him like cut you the see throat, him throat, like, eh, throat. I slash. don't know. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm not about yeah, this man. anymore. We so, are, we're going to see how that plays want, out. But it's we're going to see how this plays out. I did a stream on Friday with Nate Liss. And Nate thinks he's gone. Nate thinks he's going to be traded. I think he's uh, gone too, man. I think Nate it's conclusion he's gone. Nate is also a big fan of Drake London. I had no clue who Nate's yeah. wide receiver one in the class was, but it's Drake London. So it just makes me feel even that much better uh, that Nate is on board. But uh, yeah, it's it's draft week. So honestly, it's it's a lot of just conversation, man. It's it's rumor mill, speculation. Uh, before we got started, Jay, I saw a video of Jamison Williams. Uh, doing some sort of uh, calisthenics on the field, and he's got some hype music around it. Yeah, he's flying up boards. Uh, I did a mock draft with Thor Nystrom and Pat Mayo on Saturday, and we kind of talked about that. A lot of people are saying Jets, J-Mo to the Jets at four. Thor was adamant that that's not going to happen. He he was just like, that's not going to happen. They're not taking a wide receiver at four. They've got two two top ten picks. He is very, very confident that the pick would be Kayvon Thibodeau if Thibodeau was on the board at really? four, and then they would take whatever wide receiver is available at the 10 spot. And to me, that makes a ton of sense. You know, he was like in in the system that Robert Salah brought over from the 49ers, they need that edge rusher. They need their Nick Bosa, yeah. right? Yep, and, if, and, and, and I've been saying for the longest, I, I love Aiden Hutchinson. I think he's a fantastic talent. I think Kayvon Thibodeau is the best edge rusher in this class. I do. I think he's better than Aiden Hutchinson. I think the rumors about him 
not having work ethic are completely unfounded. I, I haven't seen that. And I watched damn near every Pac-12 game that I can get my hands on because, you know, I'm a Pac-12 junkie. Uh, I, I think it's complete bullshit, to be honest with you. So uh, if, if he's on the board, Thor's like, they're going Kayvon Thibodeau. They'll take whatever wide receiver's there. Because I guess the, what, what a lot of people are saying, Jay, and it's interesting because it's the same conundrum we have in fantasy is – there's just a big cluster of wide receivers at the top. Yeah, I don't think 100%. there's any one guy that is head and shoulders above the, the next. Like, we go back and we look last year, right? It was, for the most part, 95% per, of people had a consensus. It was Jamar Chase. And then yeah. even, even after that, it was like, okay, it's going to be Jamar, then Devontae, then Waddle. They're like, that's probably going to be your three. This year, it could be J-Mo, it's Drake London, it's Garrett Wilson, depending on some people like a lot. I think it's just, it's so razor thin between the three. I wouldn't reach. If, I, if I'm if i in need of a wide receiver, why reach when I'm comfortable taking shit four or five of the, five of the guys that sort of are kind of ranked similarly, right? The, 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 the yeah. difference is they're just different archetypal wide receivers. What team needs what type of wide receiver? You need the big guy? Drake London. You need the speed guy, Jamison Williams. You need the safe sort of do-it-all prospect, Garrett Wilson with upside. You need the 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 savvy vet that's going to come in and be ready to go right away. Well, you got Chris Olave. You want the big size adjusted speed freak. You've got Christian Watson. You want the Debo Samuel. You got Traylon Burks. Like there's so many just different types of wide receivers in this class. Jay, this year I'm more excited about this draft than any draft in recent memory because really? there's there's no consensus anywhere. Anywhere, yeah. Jay. Like even from one last year, we knew without a shadow of a doubt, five quarterbacks were going in the first round. We knew that. We knew it was going to yeah. be T Law, Fields, Lance, Wilson, Mac Jones in some order. We knew that, right? We we like this year, I I don't think even the odds makers, one day it's Iki Ekwano, one day it's Evan Neal, one day it's Malik yeah. Willis, one day it's Evan Hutt. I don't, I don't think we'll get any consensus. And I've been saying this shit since, what, November, December? There won't be any consensus on this draft until Thursday night when uh, Commissioner Goodell is reading yeah. off the names of the picks. That's when we'll be like, oh, that's who 101 is. That, I, we're doing a draft challenge right now on our Patreon where all we're doing is telling people to select the team that the players get picked to. And I think the winning person last year had like 11 right, like in our draft challenge, the person yeah, who won like that, 50. 11 of 50, they they landed, a, and that was with some freebies with Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, Najee yeah. Harris, Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts. There were like five freebies in there that we just knew where those landing spots are. Um, so I'm really, really excited uh, about this draft. And today we're going to take a look at our final just mock. Like, let's see what the what the 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 big time analysts are saying, where they're going. So it's a seven round mock draft by Chad Reuter, right? Is it Chad Reuter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, seven yeah. round mock by from NFL Network's Chad Reuter. Uh, we done one of his mocks before, but this one's a little bit different than the last one we did. And so I figured I'd show it to you, and you know you liked it. It's a little bit different. We've been seeing a, the quarterback slipping a lot. That's not going to be the case in this one. What he's seeing is a little bit different from uh, what we've been seeing so far. And I think more importantly, and we'll get to this throughout the week. I'm seeing a lot of kind of late changes in where these prospects are projected to go from what kind of we've been expecting for the past three or four weeks. So I'm interested to kind of see what you think of the mock, what people think of the mock, because it's definitely a little bit different from what we've been seeing recently. All right, man. Somebody said they appreciate the content. I appreciate y'all being here. Like straight up, if y'all are in the building and y'all decide to check out what we're doing like every day, 
we appreciate y'all. So uh, just show that appreciation by hitting that thumbs up button, like the content. Um, and if you're here, I see the YouTube button next to everybody. So I think you're all subscribed. So I appreciate y'all, man. But let's uh, let's get into it. Enough appreciations. Y'all know I love you. You know I love you. Uh, let's get into it. So we're going to look at Chad Reuter from NFL.com. This is the second one. The first Reuter mock, everyone hated it. But the funny thing is, Jay, everyone hated every mock we looked at. They, they're just all trash. Right? Every, Everybody, single one. every single one of them are terrible. So let's just continue with the terrible theme. Uh, Chad Reuter, shout out to you. Thank you for letting us uh, use your mock. Or you didn't really let us use it, but we're giving you credit for it, right? So we got Aiden Hutchinson at the top. And Whoa. Whoa. here we Whoa. go. Okay. First shock, Kenny Pickett, number two to Detroit. Jay Rich, talk to me. So this pick is is actually not as surprising to me as I expected, right? Really? So the big yeah, the big thing that Dan Campbell said recently, and I don't know if you caught this quote, and, and Chad Ruder actually referenced this. He said he wanted a game changer right away. Right. And so a if you talk about the shoot, yeah, like a, an immediate impact player. So he's the quote, the direct number direct quote is immediate contributor. And that really is Kenny Pickett, right? We project Malik Willis down the line but he's not going to be an immediate contributor. And so if we're projecting a quarterback to go there, Kenny Pickett does make more sense if that's what he wants. Do I think he should take that pick over an edge rusher, over a potentially a tackle? No. But I think if he wants an immediate contributor, this is the direction he would go at quarterback. All right. We got Sauce Gardner going to Houston at three. There is a lot of smoke around that one. All right, there you go. The Jets get their edge. Thor Nystrom said they want an edge. They pass on Thibodeau and go Trayvon Walker. I'm fine with it. Giants take Iki Ekwanu. I love the pick for New York. I think this would be an immediate boost for Saquon Barkley stock. You know, it's one of the things that we don't talk about a lot, Jay. Like, we just scroll through these mocks and we're looking for where are the receivers, where are the running backs, where are the quarterbacks. Moves like this is good for – these are good moves for fantasy. For I know, everybody. I know Iki doesn't score fantasy points. But, man, I, I think he's the best the best offensive line prospect in this class. So you add that to an offensive line that is devoid of talent. Now, Andrew Thomas, to be fair, wasn't as bad. Like, he's not a bad – he's going to just be a starter in this league, right? Probably not all pro. But this would be phenomenal for Saquon Barkley and the New York Giants up front. Carolina Panthers, you can't pass on Evan Neal. I mean, if he's there – I think this would they would take Evan Neal. That offensive line is in damn shambles. So to get Evan Neal, uh, the offensive tackle out of Carolina, uh, out of Alabama, would be fantastic. We see Thibodeau at seven to the Giants in a yeah. lot of smoke, Jay, around Malik Willis if he's on the board at eight to Atlanta. He grew up around Atlanta. Crossed the street from the at, at the time, whatever uh, I forgot what the Falcons dome was. It wasn't the Mercedes Benz Georgia dome. dome. The Georgia dome. There you go. If he's on the board at eight. I think he's going to Atlanta, and man, what okay. a freaking fit would that would be! I think that would be, I think that would be perfect, right? Mariota's not the long term quarterback of the future, man. I this is this would be awesome, you know. Malik Willis with 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 Kyle Pitts. We'll see what happens with Calvin Ridley once he's done placing parlay bets. Uh, the fact that Ridley's placing the worst type of bet that you can place, the parlay, is just wild to me. Um, and got his ass suspended for trying to trying to hit a couple of parlays. But Malik in Atlanta would be fantastic. Seahawks pass on any offense, and they go with Jermaine Johnson. And then there we go. First wide receiver off the board, Garrett Wilson from uh, Ohio State to the Jets. They get their wide out. And this is what Thor was saying. Why take 
a wide receiver at four when you can get a talented edge and know that you can double back with the wide receiver a few picks later because Seattle's not taking one, uh, the, 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 the Panthers aren't taking one, Giants maybe, but I do like the fit of Garrett Wilson in New York. Commanders go Kyle Hamilton. A lot of smoke around this one, y'all. Matt Corral, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Jay, I would lose it. If if they take you Matt would Corral, lose it, yeah. I would lose it. I, I just, people I listening, this is a trade-up as well, right? This is a trade-up at 12, the Minnesota Vikings. So people who aren't watching and are listening, the Steelers traded up to 12 to take Matt Corral. But yeah, you would lose it because Deontay yes. Johnson, Chase Claypool, Najee Harris, Pat Fryermuth, wheels up. Steelers are going, you, you'd probably place bets on the Steelers to win the title. You'd place bets on them to win the, NF, the AFC North. Um, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't go point, to that far. I would go to that far, but I'd be point, excited. Though, it would be phenomenal. Best land. The Steelers is still the best landing spot by far for a quarterback. You think so? Outside of maybe the Panthers, um, but I still think the Steelers have the best best collection of talent. I understand the offensive line concerns, but if you get a fairly mobile quarterback like Corral in there. I think it mitigates some of those offensive line concerns and he can do a lot of great things with all the people and guys that he has at his disposal in the offense. Uh, Dio says, if Corral is at 12 to the Steelers, my 103 all of a sudden gets a bit exciting. Absolutely, man. I'm all over this one. All right, Houston with another phenomenal pick. They go Charles Cross. Laramie Tunsil on one side, Charles Cross on the other side. You solidify that offensive line. See if Davis Mills is, in fact, the cornerback of the future. Uh, quarterback of the future. Uh, this, this helps out Houston, right? It helps out their offensive front. helps out Davis Mills in whatever running back they'll take in round two. Baltimore goes Stingley. The Eagles go Jordan Davis in another quarter. Oh, oh. Oh, baby. Let's get it, Jay. All right. The Saints go Desmond Ritter at 16. And then Drizzy Drake London to the Chargers at 17. I, I, I'm I in heaven. I'm just, you, I'm, what do you I love do it. with that, though? What do you mean? What, what do, do I do? do? What do you I, do I just with wait. Keenan Allen is Keenan Allen is towards the ba- he's on the back nine instead of the front nine of his career, right? I know Mike Williams is there. It's Justin freaking Herbert. I I don't care. I want it. Let the L.A. kid stay home. Pair him with, uh, you talk about jump ball. I don't give a shit. Jump ball, contested catch. Justin Herbert is going to get him the ball. I would, I, I love it. I, I love it, man. Please, please, Washington Commanders, don't take him. The Eagles, don't take him. Let him go to L.A. If, if this happened, man. What do you where? How high would Drake London go? Rookie draft. I'm asking the chat. I'm asking you, Jay, but I'm asking the chat. It'd uh, probably Bruning, be too high. Bruning but, said I mean, London is already better than Wyndham's. London is already 103, uh-huh. maybe even 102. Um, like if we're basing it off of this mock, I think honestly 102 is probably fair because I think depending on how you feel about this mock, you could make a case for Corral at 101. Like, do you want like if we're just real quick, Ray? Kenny Pickett in Detroit, Matt Corral in Pittsburgh. Or Malik Willis in Atlanta. Oh man, who do you want? You, uh, you know, you know my the Corral's my one, so it'd be Matt Corral. It'd be Matt Corral in Pittsburgh. Matt Corral yeah. in Pittsburgh. And I yeah. think Drake London could fall in right behind him if this was actually the mock that happened. I think I think that he could fall in right behind him potentially. All right, J Mo to Philadelphia. There you go, the speed Yuck. receiver. Yeah, well, you pair up all the Alabama guys: Hurts, J Mo, Devontae Smith. It's a good fit, man. I like it. I know you're not as, as fond of it, but I like it, right? Well, you just know someone's going to say, oh, yeah, they're both Alabama kids like they actually played together or something stupid like that. 
I like this pick. Dallas trades up with the Patriots, so they move up yeah. and they get Trevor Penning, the big offensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. Uh, Thor Nystrom compared him to Kyle Turley. If you guys don't know who Kyle Turley is, played for the Saints. Nasty, nasty offensive lineman. Trevor Penning is a nasty big boy. Met him at the Senior Bowl. He's massive. I would love uh, for him to uh, start to get ready to take over for Tyron Smith, who's always hurt. Green Bay takes what I believe is the best fit for them in this draft outside yep. of Garrett Wilson, uh, but Garrett Wilson's not falling to 22, and they go with Chris Olave. think he'd start out the season as the three and quickly gain the trust of Aaron Rodgers. think that's a great fit for Chris Olave to Green Bay. Arizona shores up their offensive line with Kenyon Green. The Patriots, in their trade with Dallas, take Zion Johnson. This is who I would like Dallas to take if he were on the board at 24, uh, get some interior help after losing Connor Williams. Uh, and Lyle Collins on that offensive front. Buffalo goes to another cornerback. Everybody talks about uh, running back in round one for Buffalo. I don't see it. Uh, their defense, this is what they need. They need defensive back help, and some people think Trent McDuffie is one of the most talented in this draft class. You pair him with Trey White, you've got a formidable duo on the outside at cornerback. Kansas City traded up with Tennessee in this mock to take Dax Hill. You know they lost Tyron Matthew. I know they brought in Jordan Reed. Uh, Justin Reed, I believe. Yeah, Justin Reed. Yeah, uh, Justin from Reed. Justin Reed, but they still need another playmaking safety, and I think Daxton Hill would help Kansas City, who is in need of pass-catching uh, defensive back help. Tampa Bay takes Kyrie Elam, the cornerback out of Florida. Then Green Bay shores up their offensive line. We know that they had a couple of injuries this past season, so they solidify that up front at 28 with Abraham Lucas out of Washington State. At 29, Kansas City takes a wide receiver, and they go George Pickens out of Georgia, who... Rumor mill season, there was apparently a reckless driving incident. Allegedly, Kenny McIntosh, George Pickens. Yeah, don't know don't know what's going on with that one, but they take a wide receiver GP at 29. At 30, uh, Trey McBride, the first tight end one, comes off of the board, and McBride goes to Tennessee, who all they have are Austin Hooper right now and Jeff Swain or yep. somebody. I don't know. So this is a good pick. Uh, this would help Ryan Tannehill out and help that offense out. So I like it. Uh, the Bengals go defensive tackle with Perrion Winfrey out of Oklahoma. And at 32, the Seattle Seahawks had traded uh, with the Detroit Lions, and they select Sam Howell at the back of the first. So Sam Howell, George Pickens, Trey McBride, Chris Olave. How are you feeling about these picks here in the back of the first? I mean, I think we have to talk about Sam Howell right off the jump. Um, I've been, I was telling you kind of before the show, I've been seeing a lot of mocks where 32 is very much up for grabs because teams want that fifth year option for quarterbacks. And while I don't necessarily think the Seahawks will have to trade up if it plays out this way, where you have four quarterbacks, I believe in what the top 16 picks, that's where Ritter went at 16 or at 19 to the Saints. I feel like at that point, if you want a quarterback, you may have to trade up into the back of the first to get one because at the top of the of the second round, you still have teams that potentially could take a quarterback. So I don't hate the pick. I don't mind the fit with Hal. Um, he does make a minor comp to Russell Wilson, kind of just the way he plays. But, you know, at the end of the day, they still need more than just Sam Howell. And I don't know if he would start out the gate, but I think that definitely he would provide some competition for those quarterbacks there. They have to figure something out. Do they want to go with the first round pick? I don't know. Um, I don't know if Sam Howell's the answer, but he's definitely a guy that can compete to start in Seattle right away. And everyone, no, no Traylon Burks in the first. And here's what I want to say about that. Pre the combine, pre NFL combine, Traylon Burks was already being mocked in the 20s. Pre combine. Right, because I remember coming on here and we're like, "Damn, Burks at 26, yeah. Burks at 24." This was pre-combine. He goes to the combine, doesn't test as well as a lot of people thought he would. 
I'll just say it wouldn't shock me. I don't think he's going to fall out of the first, but he was pre-combine. He was already mocked in the third, you know, late first round. So it wouldn't shock me if he falls completely out of the first, right? All right, so now let's go to round two, and we'll fly through these ones. Jacksonville, Linderbaum, love it. And Breesaw off the board, top of the second to the Texans. This is a good fit, good pick by Houston. Breesaw, RB1, 101 in Houston. Remember, they took an offensive tackle and Charles Cross in round one. So you got Laramie Tunsil, Charles Cross, Davis Mills, Brandon Cooks, and Brees Hall as your running back backfield. So that would be nice. And you probably could ease him in just a tad bit, right? You'd probably end up taking over sooner rather than later, but you're not forced to just pound your rookie running back into the ground right away. I love it for Houston. And there goes Chicago Bears selecting Traylon Burks, who with Justin Fields, man, I, I don't think that's a bad fit whatsoever at He's 39. I like, it. I like the fit. Uh, let Justin Fields get the ball out of his hands quick and let Traylon Burks do work after the catch. Uh, let's go for some more fantasy-relevant players. Here go the Commanders taking a wide receiver at 47. And Jahan Dotson, if they keep Terry McLaurin, why spend the 11th overall pick on a wide receiver when you have McLaurin? You get a good, talented wide receiver like uh, Jahan Dotson here at 47. Smart move by the Washington Commanders. I like it. Uh, not fantasy relevant, but Jalen Petrie is a stud. I love him. Really hope Dallas gets a shot to get him. Or Jaquan Brisker, who goes to Philadelphia. And where are some more? I see it. Arizona Cardinals at 55. Take Kenneth Walker to be uh, the running mate of James Conner. And I think they are a team that could be in need of a running back with just James Conner and Eno Benjamin in town. The Dallas Cowboys, they need a receiver. So they go upside with Christian Watson. I like it, Jay. I you like do? it. This is the first time I've seen Christian Watson at Dallas. I like yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I really like it a lot. I like it a lot, man. I like it a lot. Because usually he's not there, right? So that's it's interesting to see him all the way down here at 56. That puts a, a little bit of life towards our bet. But yeah, it would be interesting because I think he's a great Gallup replacement. Um, even though Gallup would be the starter for probably at least a year, potentially two, I think there's definitely a chance that he could outperform Gallup overall and be that X wide receiver outside. And then they can kind of use Lamb in more of a movement Z type role and play him outside yeah. as well. So I think it provides more flexibility for the offense. Yeah, I'm with Josh. I can 100% see Arizona going with a running back, right? Um, yeah. I like the fit. Uh, this one right here, don't know how much of a good fantasy fit it would be immediately, but I love it for Dallas. A field-stretching, athletic playmaker like that instead of taking one in the first round. This is my thing with these receivers, man. We want all these guys to go round one. Round two is where it's at, man. And somebody said only fantasy football players talk about running back in round one. And why spin one in round one when that's – I mean, your offense is flowing through Josh Allen. Buffalo takes James Cook here at 57. And a lot – this is where – the disconnect is a lot of people, oh, my God, James Cook really don't want to – he's high. He's regarded high in the NFL draft space. Uh, I think James Cook's going to be a round two pick. And they try – think about what Buffalo tried to do in the offseason. Who did they try to bring in? Do you remember who they tried to bring in? J.D. McKissick. J.D. McKissick. J.D. McKissick, pass-catching running back. What is James Cook? Pass-catching running back, young, talented, makes a ton mm -hmm. of sense at 57. Atlanta gets a wide receiver with Malik Willis and Sky Moore at 58. I, I'm love loving it. how this is love playing out fit, from a value really good. from a value perspective. You would love this, Jay. Sky Moore at 58. I'm a big fan. And we finish up the first round with Greg Dolchich, the wide receiver out of UCLA, going to Denver at the back of the second round. So let's go to round three in one Chad Reuters mock. Let's pause this. Please don't play. Please don't play. There we go. Summer camp shit playing. 
All right, top of the first, top of the third. Leo Chanel is a good, uh, good, good uh, linebacker, man, out of Wisconsin. But Detroit takes John Mechie here at pick 66. The Giants go with Zeus White at 67. All right, Isaiah Likely to Jacksonville. Eh, I don't know how I feel about that one. Carson Strong. Gosh, what a fit. Uh, big statute Great white quarterback fit. gets to back up a big statute white quarterback and Matt Ryan with big arms. This it just seems like a just good fit for Carson Strong in Indianapolis behind a solid offensive front. Gives him some life in super flex rookie drafts, right? Good good pick mm-hmm. for uh, Indianapolis there at 73. What else do we have? Jelani Woods, everyone's big favorite tight end that I just want no part of, goes to Minnesota at 77. Calvin Austin, the speed receiver out of Memphis to Houston at pick 80. Charlie Kohler, Giants get another tight end because they need one. Ricky Seals-Jones is not the answer. So they go Charlie Kohler there, who ran a lot faster than any of us thought he would. Um, Chiggy, there you go. Another athletic tight end who didn't do anything in college. Goes to Philadelphia to back up Dallas Goddard. All right. Justin Ross to the Pittsburgh Steelers, wide receiver out of Clemson. What do you think about Justin Ross to Pittsburgh here in the third? I trust Pittsburgh with receivers, man. That's that's the thing is I trust them with my life, so I have to figure they do the research and, and figure out what to do with Justin Ross, how he ultimately fits in. But they do need someone to fill that juju role. We don't know who that's going to be yet. And so I think them taking a receiver in the second or third does make a lot of sense. And Justin Ross would be a good fit. There we go. Alec Antoine Pierce to Arizona in the third at pick 89. I like it. I'm fine with it. Like, you know, not not game breaking, but I like it. Ah, there we go. Alabama backs up Alabama. Oh, baby. Oh, this is getting fun. Brian Robinson to Tennessee to back up Derrick Henry. He just seems like a Mike Vrabel guy, right? They they had they lost Deontay Foreman. Derrick Henry, what, going 28, going on 29 years old, coming off the foot injury. I don't know who the backup running back in Tennessee is right now, but they need somebody else. Brian Robinson makes a ton of sense, and he can catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, that would be fun. That would be fun, right? It's going to happen. Cole says it. B-Rob must back him, back up Henry. It's got to happen. Ty Chandler. Everyone keeps asking, Ray, who's your sleeper? Who's your Mitchell? I don't have a Mitchell this year, but my favorite sleeper of sleepers is Ty Chandler, the running back out of North Carolina. Uh, older prospect, but athletic, productive in his final season. Him in tandem with Javonta Williams would be fun. The way that I would sort of compare this, if it happened, would be like prime Ezekiel Elliott meets Tony Pollard. Like Javonta Williams, primary ball carrier, getting majority of the opportunity, but Ty Chandler having an opportunity to carve out a niche role in that offense. I would I would love this. In Denver with Russell Wilson, this would be this would be an awesome, awesome draft capital for Ty Chandler. And I think it would easily put him in second round of rookie drafts. Like back in the second round, would love Ty Chandler in 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 Denver. All right. Rashad White to New Orleans, another sneaky good fit right there with uh, Alvin Kamara and still the potential for him to get suspended for laying the beat down in Vegas uh, right before he went and played a Pro Bowl game, apparently. so Allegedly, uh, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Tyquan Thornton, speedster out of Baylor, goes to Cleveland. Is this the Will Fuller for Deshaun Watson? Maybe. 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 Oh, oh, oh. Oh, no. Oh no! Breaking the draft. I haven't, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen Kansas it. City I haven't seen it. Isaiah Spiller. Wow. What, what Spiller. do you do though? Is is he gonna be what we all want that running back in Kansas City to be? Does he? I guess he can catch passes. He can run between the tackles. He's better. He than, he's better than everybody boxes. else there. He's better than everybody else there. This Best running back. 
on the in board. The th- it, I, th- I think if this were to happen, man, you got to take He's him in the top eight. You got to take him 105. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say 105, 106. 105, 106. If this happened, 105, 106, Kansas City, uh, he'd be the best running back in the backfield. So this would be. Like, uh, I'm, I'm doing it again. I'm, do- I'm doing it again. What I'm are you doing? Victim to the landing spot. Are I'm you- taking him high. <laughs> I'm, this, I do it again. This, this isn't Clyde. This is a new situation. Just, just, new just when I thought I was out, you sucked me back in, Kansas City. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. And I just have a field day. And it happens towards the back of the third round. So still yeah, not taking him over pick, Hall. Right? Not even. Um, that's a late pick. Yeah, that's a late Barely. pick. I'm not taking him over Hall. The, the Walker situation. If he goes to Arizona, it's it's a little weird, man. It's a little weird, right? Um, but high touchdowns, though. Like it's. I think Connor will still be the guy there for you know a little bit. But Walker would have to beat him out. But I think we saw the touchdown upside in Arizona that we didn't expect. Because man, we the thought last Murray would get more, and he didn't. The, the last third round pick Kansas City took that could catch the ball in the backfield turned out to be pretty damn good. So <laughs> at least they didn't spend a first rounder on him. I'd be in. He goes to Kansas City uh, in the third round. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I don't give a damn what y'all say. I'm in. In. All right, let's fly through the third round. Uh, Jeremy Rucker to Detroit. David Bell to Baltimore. R.I.P. Keontae Ingram. Man. Your love for Keontae Ingram is boundless. It's it's never ending. It knows no end. It knows no end. And for him to get early fourth round draft capital... This would be a problem for Michael Carter. I'm just going to say it. Keontae Ingram, Keontae Ingram goes early fourth round to the Jets. This is a problem for Michael Carter. Problem for Michael Carter. Keontae Ingram. Here goes Wandell Robinson to the Giants. Khalil Shakir to the Atlanta Falcons. I don't know how you feel about those picks, Jay. Uh, Who else right. do we have in here? Yeah, that's all right. Jalen Tolbert to Indy. All right. Jaylen I like Tolbert it. They need a wide receiver, right? A lot of people talking up this Skylar Thompson out of oh, Kansas gosh. State. I watched a lot of K-State. Unfortunately, I just don't see it, man. I, I I want no interest. No, thank you. I'll let somebody else take him. Kevin Austin out of Notre Dame to Buffalo. Velas Jones to Tennessee. Okay, all right. And Danny Gray to Carolina. Uh, Goodson to Baltimore. Uh, just disgusting. Where's Kyron? I just want to see where Kyron goes. Where the hell is Kyron Williams? Let's see. All right, who else do we have in round five? Round five, uh, Kyle Phillips, sure, I guess. I I don't want to. Is he even better than Braxton Berrios? No. No. Uh, Damian Pierce to Seattle. Let's talk Damian Pierce to Seattle. What do you think about that pick? Damian Pierce in the fifth round to Seattle. I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, they've been looking for that complimentary back. You know, maybe Chris Carson isn't the answer, but I think they need a guy that can pass protect, that can catch passes, obviously can run between the tackles. And Damian Pierce showed all of that this year. So I think it would be a great selection. And like you said, fifth round pick, not a whole lot of draft capital. And Seattle can bring in a guy that can probably do it all on that offense. And I think there's even an outside shot he could be the starter. You know, he was the primary ball carrier at Florida and showed a lot. He just didn't get a lot of touches because they rotated backs a lot. But in an opportunity, he could be a guy who starts and could be a sneaky uh, a sneaky option in the third round of rookie drafts. There we go. Kyron, last pick Pierre in round Strong. five. Pierre Strong in New England. Ooh. Jay, Ooh. what do you think? What I do mean, you think? Let me just say, Damian Harris's days are numbered. Like that, oh, that's the one thing. If there's one thing, I I want him out of there. I, I would love Pierre Strong to be the primary ball carrier. Him and Ramondre Stevenson in tandem. And then you got Kyron going to be the pass catching back for Jonathan Taylor, though. Like 
But like, ah, I don't know, man. JT is pretty good in the receiving game. You bring Kyron in there. What? How does he really fit into the offense? It's it probably doesn't hurt JT, but it probably doesn't help Kyron to be behind the best running back in football. So I don't love it, don't hate it, but fifth round is better than sixth round and better than the seventh round. So I will take it is. that for sure. Romeo right. Dubs to the Vikings. Oh, yeah, Romeo man, Dubs. I, like I mean, it, we're we're in we're in sixth round. I, Jerome Ford to the Commanders. That would save everybody Ooh. who loves uh, 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 what's his name, Antonio Gibson. That'd Antonio be. Gibson. That'd be a savior for Antonio Gibson truthers out there. Kennedy Brooks to the Chargers. Bam Knight to Jacksonville. Interesting yeah, late round dart throw. Opportunity there. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy to Arizona. Yes, yes Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, the savior. Jalen Weidermeyer. Jalen Weidermeyer oh. to Cleveland. Jack Cohen to Houston. What a what a just this just makes so much sense. Him and Davis Mills cut from the same cloth. <laughs> Jack Cohen to uh, Houston. Slay. Oh, oh, Ruder. Ruder. Yes, he did it. He did it. He did it. He Why? caught the slot white receiver to New England. Just, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Slade Bolton. Oh, you want to just place a bet, Jay? A fun bet? Does Slade Bolton get drafted at some point by the New England Patriots? Yes or no? Do I get to say no? Like, I this just is can't beautiful. believe it. Just, this, it just happened, This man. is ridiculous. I didn't do this. I, um, I didn't do this. this I didn't is, do it. Oh, Slade, of course. Because of course. why wouldn't they take Slade Bolden? Alabama, yeah. coached by Nick Saban, a real hard-working Scrappy. receiver. He can Scrappy. play special teams. First just, in, first out. Brings his lunch pail to work. Him. Uh, oh, yeah. the, the, your uh, daughter type, will love him. The type of guy, yeah, the type of kid you want your daughter to marry. Slade Bolden in New England just makes too much sense. Sounds about white for New England. So, uh, way to go, Chad Reuter. I did not do this. This was Chad Reuter. Bo Melton to Indy, kind of like it. You know, it's late. Yeah, Who cares? These guys are late guys. Uh, there we go. And let's finish it up with round seven. Uh, see a little Bailey Zappy about to come on the board. Oh, there's Zappy right there. Let's let's. I don't want to hear it, Jay. I can't. I don't want to hear it. Let's do that. All right. So Peyton Hendershot, Wolf, Charleston Rambo, no thanks. Uh, I don't know who those guys are. No clue. No clue. No clue. Bailey Zappi off of the board at 240. Uh, okay. Kansas, yeah, whatever. Uh, Devontae Price Anyone to else? Tampa Bay. Okay. Uh, Britton Covey. To the Bengals, there goes Eric was talking about Britton Covey and the mystery relevant. Is there another? That's it. Uh, nope, nope, nope. Nick Muse, almost tight end, almost. There we go. There it is. Seven rounds by old Reuter. Seven rounds. Mock draft. Chad Reuter. Favorite landing spot, Jay. I'm putting you on the spot. Who did you love? Who'd you love? Who'd you hate? I think it has to be Sky Moore to Atlanta. I just think really? it's such an open competition. I think it's a great spot. Um, you know, I still love Garrett Wilson to the Jets. I think it's a great landing spot for any wide receiver, but it's not one I expected, you know? And so you think about pairing Malik Willis with Sky Moore. Um, for me, it's the quickness. It's his ability off the line. Yes, the quarterback starts to deliver the ball, but Kyle Pitts being the only guy there is great. And if Calvin Ridley does leave, that opens up a wide receiver one X role for Sky Moore. And I think it's just a great opportunity for a receiver. And, and I was talking to some of the patrons about this. If there's one thing I give Atlanta credit for is that they've shown the ability to produce wide receiver ones over multiple seasons. It's not just Calvin Ridley. It's not just Julio Jones. They had guys before that as well. And even Russell Gage was a pretty damn good wide receiver in his own right. 
So I, I do trust them to bring in a wide receiver that they like, that they can develop and ultimately groom to be a fantasy viable option. I think Skymore could be that guy for Atlanta. And then obviously paired with Malik Willis, that's not too bad as well. Um, In my opinion, man, I mean, I call it low-hanging fruit, whatever you want. I think Matt Corral, number one, round one to, yeah. uh, to Pittsburgh, and they traded up to get him. I mean, Matt Corral goes to Pittsburgh. Right now he's falling in uh, Superflex rookie drafts. He goes to Pittsburgh. I love it. Uh, I think James Cook to Buffalo is really good. I mean, they want a yep. pass-catching running back. We, we talked about James Cook being the type of running back that needs the right scheme fit. And I think in Buffalo, it would be a good scheme fit for him. I like James Cook in Buffalo. There were a lot of good spots. Like, and out, then Spiller, and, obviously, right? And then, People yeah, keep Spiller, Spiller in the chat. Yeah, um, Spiller to Kansas City. Like, and then, like, I mean, keep some Ty Chandler as well. Ty Chandler to, to Denver is a great fit. We've got some people that say they thought this was – I, I agree. I think this one – and even Kenny Pickett, man. Detroit just it, – it's, it's the quarterback. That's it's, the yeah. one. That's where. That's where I wanted to do this mock and show it because five quarterbacks in the first round again, two years in a row. I don't know if it'll happen, and it's definitely not what kind of the odds makers are saying. But if it does, it wouldn't shock me. You see, you know, teams were drafting these quarterbacks early, trading up for quarterbacks, which is what actually happens in the NFL draft. Teams get desperate. They realize they have to make a pick. They go up. They get their guy. And it just it is what it is. We don't have to like it, but it's this is what always happens in the NFL draft. And I wouldn't be shocked. It's just not the draft that I would necessarily peg to be a trade up situation. Even Schefter tweeted out today that there's just more teams right now trying to trade down than trade up, which makes sense given kind of what we're seeing in the mocks and in the NFL landscape right now. So right now, um, per DraftKings, right, they have total first round quarterbacks drafted over <clears throat> two and a half, minus two fifty. Minus 250 yeah. for over two and a half. So we've been talking about it. I think we get three and what could happen, right? And we see this shit happen every year. One quarterback gets drafted early. Pittsburgh trades up for the third. Now people get panicked, right? And they're like, man, I got to just get a guy. And then the fifth year option is so important. And I think Baltimore sort of laid the blueprint a couple of years ago by trading back into the first round in the back of the first because the cost isn't as much. And if Seattle, which I think they will take a quarterback, and I don't think it'll be at nine, if they want a guy, trade back up to 32 with Detroit, who wants to move down and acquire assets, right? Then get your quarterback, get the fifth-year option on them. That way you control the contract a little bit longer. Um, I, I think four is where I'm kind of at. I, I think four. Four quarterbacks is what I think we'll get. If we get five, that'd be, that'd be interesting. And if you think the max is three... If you think the max is three, go cash that bet, man. Go cash I that bet three, and see what it I is. I think three is pretty much guaranteed, right? We've been, we've been projecting Pickett, Malik, and Ritter, right, as kind of our main three. And then if we see Hal starting to creep up in mock drafts, or sorry, not not even just Hal, but Corral creeping up in mock drafts, that's where you're getting to four or five. And that line may be moving uh, quicker than we realize come draft night. Evan wants to know if we do one final Heisman tier mock based on this draft. Let's set it up. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then we can talk. Let's see where the patrons would draft these guys based on this mock. Because yeah. this one is interesting. You know, you got Spiller in round three to Kansas City. Great landing spot. You get London to the Chargers. You get Matt Corral to Pittsburgh. Uh, Kenny Walker. Like, I love him. But just we're just talking about landing spots. Is that the worst one f- for the running back? Of, of Think about who got drafted in this mock of the top guys. Hall to Houston, smash, right? James Cook to Buffalo, not bad. Brian Robinson to Tennessee, even though he's a backup, I kind of like the spot for Brian Robinson. Ty Chandler to uh, Denver, 
again, back up, maybe the Tony Pollard to Zeke Elliott, a.k.a. Javonta Williams, Keontae Ingram, top of the fourth to the Jets. I think he's more talented than Michael Carter. That's just my opinion. It's process. I think he's more talented. Spiller to the Chiefs, and then you got Kenneth Walker to Arizona that just re-signed James Conner to at least two years of starter money. Two years guaranteed, yeah. I don't know. Like, are you cool with that? For, it's not the best spot, man. Arizona's not the best spot. But it'd be interesting to see where people draft these guys. So let's do it. Let's get it. Uh, joined uh, Patreon last night, but couldn't do Heisman tier right off the bat. Hey, we appreciate your support, man. Heisman tier, Crim de la Crim, access to me. We talk. Uh, I guarantee there's no Discord community. I'm just putting it out there. I will put my stamp on it. There's no, and I've got like truthers, I've got paying members in here. Nobody gives you as much in an exclusive tier than I do. I can guarantee you that. Guarantee you. So we appreciate y'all tapping into the show. Uh, and we, we're we going to, y'all just need to get, I'm just telling you now, we are going, we like sports. We are going to talk sport. The new, let me just tell y'all right now, the new segment to start this shit is going to be all sports because damn it, at some point, I don't want to talk fantasy football all day. And we're going to talk some other sports sometimes. That's just what it's going to be. So prepare yourself for it. I know people don't like new things. You don't like change. You're resistant to it. But it's going to happen. So lay down, relax, and just take it. It, it will feel, it will go down much easier. It won't hurt as bad if you just take it. Just lay there and take it. It's going to happen, all right? So we're going to talk some other sports. And basketball will be included. But uh, we had one super chat. Jay, got to get uh, uh, Dwayne Lewis in the building. He just sent a, sent a $1.99 super chat. Thank you. Nice. We appreciate that. Um, but, yes, we will do a mock draft based on this mock. I thought it was fantastic. Shout out to Chad Reuter uh, for that mock. It was very interesting, very intriguing. It's draft week. You see it. First round draft party. Come hang out with me and Jay Rich on Thursday night. Friday night. I know I'm going to oh, have Thursday, Kyle, night, yeah. Thursday night, Friday night, and then we'll do some stuff over the weekend. Uh, subscribe to the channel, thumbs up, like it. I hope y'all have a fantastic week. Be productive at work so you can take off Thursday and Friday. Go do something. Go be productive and tap back in tomorrow as we would. We are going to do a mock draft tomorrow, or we're going to do a mock draft today. Review it tomorrow. Hopefully, some more rumors and crazy shit pop off. Thank y'all for being here. We love you. We out. Peace. Peace.